Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hi, I'm Dr. Katherine Broom, Associate Professor of Medicine at MedStar Georgetown University Lombardi Cancer Center in Washington, D.C. And we're going to talk today about the data supporting first-line C5 inhibitor therapy in PNH. So as you all will remember, the natural history of PNH prior to C5 inhibition demonstrated a significant mortality compared with age and sex match controls. Two clinical trials evaluating the efficacy of C5 inhibitors were Triumph and Shepard. These trials both enrolled patients who had PNH with evidence of hemolysis and transfusion requirements. For a very rare disease, both of these trials had robust numbers, including 87 patients in Triumph and 97 patients in Shepard. Shepard was an open-label trial. Triumph was a randomized, multi-center, double-blind, placebo-controlled trial. And the primary endpoints were stabilization of hemoglobin levels, transfusion independence, and hemolysis assessed by LDH. As we can see here, the patients who received the C5 inhibition had a significant improvement in their lactate dehydrogenase level compared to placebo patients. Those patients um, also had an increase in the number of type 3 erythrocytes, as one might expect from the protection afforded by the C5 inhibition. Before treatment, we looked at median number of transfusions, and we can see that during treatment, um, patients received no transfusions, which was um, a statistically significant improvement over the placebo group. Patients who had a stabilized hemoglobin level were about 50% in the C5 group as compared to the placebo group. By week 26, the median number of units of PAC cells which were transfused per patient was zero in the C5 inhibitor group and 10 in the placebo group. Patients in the C5 inhibitor group also had a mean increase or an improvement in facet fatigue scores where the placebo group, the mean facet fatigue score decreased during the period studied. In Shepard, 89 of 97% patients maintained complete inhibition of serum hemolysis activity with every 14-day dosing throughout the duration of the treatment period. Every patient that was treated with C5 inhibition with ecolizumab had a substantial reduction in hemolysis as measured by LDH. And you can see that um, graphed here. Uh, change from baseline with regards to facet fatigue was also significant um, in Shepard, which was a single arm uh, non-controlled trial. The 301 study actually um, looked at a longer acting C5 inhibitor. It assessed non-inferiority of ravulizumab compared to ecolizumab in complement inhibitor naive adult patients with PNH. Co-primary efficacy endpoints were the proportion of patients remaining transfusion-free and LDH normalization. And in this trial, ravulizumab was non-inferior to ecolizumab for both the primary um, co-primary endpoints and all of the secondary endpoints. And here you can see the 301 study results, transfusion avoidance, LDH normalization, percent change in LDH, 
change in facet fatigue score, breakthrough hemolysis, or hemoglobin stabilization, all favored rabuluzumab, some more significantly than others, but you can see that this definitely demonstrates non-inferiority for the longer acting C5 inhibitor rabuluzumab when compared to ecolizumab. I think one of the most important things to think about in C5 inhibition in PNH is that C5 inhibition has a major impact on survival. And we saw that curve at the beginning of the talk. As we look at the age and sex match normal population compared to an ecolizumab treated population with PNH, we can see that treatment with C5 has basically normalized the survival curve so that it matches age and sex match normal population. Thank you for joining. I hope you enjoyed this talk. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME LLC, and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.